Hello and welcome to The Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this week's episode, with the launch of the Fodder Support Scheme and the current grass situation on farms, I'm joined by Chagas Beef Specialist Aidan Murray and Grass Tin Manager John Maher. Aidan, the Fodder Support Scheme, which is welcomed by farmers, was launched last week. Can you tell me more about the scheme? Yeah, well, the scheme was, as you say, was launched last week, Catherine, and it was really there to, you know, want these farmers to have sufficient feed for the winter to uh, avoid feed shortage and uh, any issues with, with regards to animal welfare. And that was really brought about by the, the, the high prices that we see for fertilizer and potential concentrates going into the, the winter of, of 22-23 uh, as a result of, of what has happened uh, in, in Russia and you, uh, uh, or in Ukraine as such. So it's been brought in as a measure, as opposed to help supplement farmers uh, uh, buy what is expensive fertilizer this year and to encourage them to, to grow sufficient feed. Um, there, there's 56 million has been made available uh, as part of sort of its national exchequer funded. Um, and basically what they're saying is that, you know, they'll support up to 10 hectares of either silage or, or hay, uh, and uh, they're going to pay 100 euros per hectare. So it's a maximum payment for dry stock farmers as such uh, of, of 1,000 euro if, you, if you're able to claim the full 10 hectares. Aidan, how can farmers apply? Well, in, te- in, ter- uh, in terms of the application, the application will be all done online, um, Catherine. Uh, you basically go into your ag food account, um, you select the tabs down along the left-hand side and you go down uh, to exceptional aid measures. Um, and when you click on that tab, it'll take you and basically ask you which scheme do you want to enter? And it, um, you, you click on the fodder support scheme. Um, and within that, uh, you'll see there's a number of questions that, that you can actually answer and tick because as part of the scheme, they'll want to know the total forage area that you, uh, that, that you int- intend to cut. So for example, a farmer might have 30 hectares of grassland on his farm and he might say, they might uh, decide that they're, they're going to cut 15 hectares over the course of this summer. Um, they can declare the 15 hectares, they'll only get paid on the 10. And equally, if you've only intend to cut, uh, if, if you're cutting 12 hectares, again, you might want to claim on the 10. But equally, if somebody's only cutting five hectares, uh, they, they may want to cut that twice, in which case you can select a, a two-cut silage system uh, and get paid up to the maximum of the 10 hectares. Uh, but it's it's important that you're fairly accurate with this because you don't want to over-declare um, you know, a, 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 a position whereby you, know, you, you say that you're going to cut eight hectares and you only end up cutting four because there's penalties associated with that, which are in the terms and conditions. But that, uh, that's the, 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 uh, the type of level of question that you'll have to answer. And one of the prerequisites is that you have to have a 2022 uh, basic payment application submitted uh, because the department will be able to work on that, looking at the hectares that, that you have available. Um, and that's, that's important. There's you know, certain categories of farmers are ruled out. Uh, so if you've been seen to be producing milk uh, on the 16th of May, you'll automatically be ruled out. Um, if one of the parcels, for example, is in a gloss for the low input permanent pasture, again, 
that's not meant to be cut for forage as part of the glass scheme. So that would be an ineligible parcel, but the traditional hay meadows would actually qualify. So that, that, that'd be the, ma the main areas that you'd be concerned with there, Catherine. Aidan, you mentioned that the maximum payment is a thousand euro. When should farmers expect to be paid this money? Well, the application is open now, Catherine, until the 2nd of August. So you can go on online, either you yourself or, or if your advisor has been nominated to do it for you, they, they could go on. So you make your application. There is a facility to make a late application up to the 27th of August. But if you do that, you'll be penalised um, up to, you know, if you went to the very last day, your payment will be deducted by about 18%. Uh, and that... But, you know, the other issue is that any of the forage that you're planning to cut must be must be cut before the uh, 5th of September this year. Uh, and that's probably to facilitate the department to do a number of checks and to try and get you paid in late November, early December. For listeners, Aidan, that want to get further information, where can they find these details? Well, all the terms and conditions are, are actually up on, uh, if you go onto your Ag Food account, and go on to the, as I said, the exceptional aid measures and click on, on the, the uh, fodder support scheme, uh, you can actually find all the terms and conditions and the frequently asked questions on that part of the department's website. The other option is that uh, uh, Chagas Grange are putting on the Beef 2022 event on July 5th uh, in Grange, which is a, you know, a, a real good event for, for anybody in the, in the beef sector to attend. And we will have a number of advisors on hand on the growing and finishing village that will be there to take your questions and, and hopefully steer you right with, with regards to the scheme. That's great. Thanks very much, Aidan. John, you're very welcome. There's huge variation at the moment in grass growth across the country. Yeah, that is the story of the day, Catherine. Um, it's really revolving around rainfall. So... If you take a situation in West Cork and the deep south of the country, you'll find that, you know, there's six or seven inches of rainfall behind the long term average. Right. So that's having its own impact on growth. And, you know, realistically speaking, looking at the Chagas centres in the south of the country, on average, we're four and a half inches of rain behind um, um, normal. And that's leading to, you know, a level of soil moisture deficit deficit that is affecting growth. On the other hand, then we've got a flip to northern parts of the country, Katrin, and while there's people in, in the south feeding silage because they're short of grass, there's people feeding silage in places like Donegal because they have too much um, rainfall and ground conditions are not good. Um, so you have extremes, okay? North is excess rainfall and ground conditions challenging and the south, it's uh, you know, lack of rainfall, soil moisture deficit, feeding silage because they're short of grass. So that means then, you know, wherever you are, you, you know, there's, there's going to be, a, you know, um, a different recommendation for grass and management uh, at this time. If you're in the Midlands, you're probably in, in the best of both worlds. You have enough moisture to grow the right amount of grass um, and at the same time be able to manage the grass quite well. But in other parts of the country, it's a very different ball game. So variation is the order of the day, Catherine, yes. For listeners that you've mentioned there in the south of the country that are experiencing drought at the moment, what advice have you for those? Yeah, so if if, if we deal with those who are kind of running short, um, really uh, they're trying to hang on, Catherine, and you're trying to hold the rotation length, have enough grass ahead of the animals. Uh, for those who are really short, they have started feeding silage. They are prioritising different animals on the farm to feed silage, prioritising in grass to the growing animals or what we call the high reward animals. Um, 
some are grazing silage grounds that was uh, cut earlier um, and grazing that now uh, rather than making silage out of it. There is also the case that you can um, maybe um, offload some animals off the farm because cattle prices are reasonable. Um, I suppose the main target animal that's been fed silage is the autumn calver because the, her demand wouldn't be that high for either quantity or quality. So there's a variation out there. Um, and uh, I suppose the most important thing is to assess your situation on the farm. Equally now, you know, you have people who farm on heavy land in, in the south and, you know, they're actually growing more grass than they require. So, you know, um, for for one person, it's 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 challenging on dry land. For another person on heavy land, you know, the story is quite the opposite. They probably have surplus grass. So it's really an, a, an assessment at this point in time. And I suppose like all the predictions are for the end of this week for substantial amounts of rainfall. I, I accept that it's predicted, it is forecasted, um, it's a minimum of an inch of rain. So really, I, I think for most people, um, big decisions won't be made, I suppose, until the weekend and you see what rainfall comes or doesn't come. Um, there has been rainfall promised in the, in the past in the south and it hasn't materialised to any great quantity and um, has led people to have take different actions than they would have expected. So... I think for everybody at this stage, you know, we're in the middle of the season. It's about half time in the grass growing season. Um, it, it really is, you know, an assessment of how you're doing. You know, it's not a case of keeping your head in, in the sand. Get out, walk the farm, see what grass is coming, see what's happening on the farm. You'll, you'll be surprised. Some paddocks are growing better than others. Others are struggling in terms of growth. Others will struggle in terms of quality. Other paddocks will actually be doing quite well in both growth of grass and the quality of grass ahead. So walk and assess uh, really is the order of the day at the moment, Catherine, see what the rain brings and then decisions will be made from there. And how can farmers maintain grass quality at the moment, John, and in the coming weeks? When you get to June and July, it's it's June is the, you know, uh, I suppose the main uh, stemming season and, and grass is, has a natural tendency to go reproductive, you know, from late May, early June on. You hope that the stemming phase finishes towards the end of June and you get into quality grass then in July and August and building up grass for the autumn. However, in certain farms, for different reasons, um, either through weather patterns or um, maybe something went wrong with grazing, that the, 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 the sward quality is not ideal. So then you have to take corrective action. However, if you're short of grass, like, you know, bringing out a mower and a topper may, may make the situation worse rather than better. So you, you kind of have to assess where you're at. Um, uh, where grass is in surplus, you can easily convert the, you know, um, some of this surplus grass um, into, into, into bales. I know they're not the cheapest to make in the current circumstances, but they are quality feed relative to, to pit silage, generally speaking. Um, for some, then it's about getting the animals into the right grass. You know, um, if we talk in terms of kilograms of dry matter, that's, you know, 10 centimetres high or 14 or 1500 kilos going into very strong grass, you know, um, results in more stem, more um, uh, uh, dead material and therefore a, a, a reduction in grass quality. Grass, the way it grows, generally most grass plants, they, um, once they start to, you know, getting in, if you take the ryegrass plant, for example, it, once it gets into the fourth leaf, um, um, the first leaf dies. That's more dead material. Once the fourth leaf appears, you get more stem. And that's harder for the animal to graze, harder for the animal to clean out, harder for the animal to perform on. 
So it's really about going into the right grass. If you have enough grass, you can tackle the surplus either by putting it into bales or doing corrective management in terms of uh, topping. If you're short of grass, you have to be way more judicial about what you do with a machine because it may set you back. It's better to have some grass that's not the best quality in the world than having a small amount of quality grass. So again, catching is really about walking the farm what's happening ahead of the animals, what's happened, the recovery of grass. If things are going well, you can make decisions to correct by giving, you know, um, the best grass to the high reward animals or the growing animals and maybe some of the poorer grass quality to the less productive animals um, or animals that just don't need as high level of weight gain. So autumn calvary has been the classic example. For some, it'll be taking grass out and putting it into bales. For others, it'll be just managing through the grass that they have and be glad to have it until their, um, the rain comes at the weekend, hopefully, and reassess the situation then and then get correcting. It, it, it is fair to say, Catherine, at this, at this point in time, we had problems with grass quality last year because of poor weather patterns in May, the opposite of this time around. But, you know, we need to get the swards corrected heading into the autumn. Otherwise, we'll end up, you know, having poor quality grass in the autumn. And that brings its own uh, price in terms of weight gain on animals. Most definitely, John, and you're involved in the Sustainable Grassland Village at Beef 2022 on the 5th of July. What can listeners expect to see on the day, particularly with regard to current conditions and drought that they're experiencing Grange at the moment? Yeah, so like the eastern part of the country is uh, struggling with moisture, as is the south. Um, So we're doing a demonstration on grass in Grange in early July. Um, and, you know, you'll, we'll try and deal with the, the, the challenges that are there at the time. Uh, if we're struggling with grass quality or grass quantity, we'll address those. Really, the, the demonstrations about trying to tackle what you have on the farm at the moment, what's the right grass to be going into, um, what's the, uh, the, the corrective solutions where you don't have that in place. If you're in a deficit of grass, then there's discussion about the, the solutions to deal with that grass deficit on the farm where you're short of grass where you target the best grass towards where you would um you know deal with a grass shortage either by maybe grazing some of the some of the silage ground doing other other tricks or um practices that would allow you to you know basically survive the the, the, the troublesome period until that passes um, and it will pass it's just a matter of when Thanks, John. Great advice for farmers managing grass at the moment and in the coming weeks. And we look forward to visiting the Sustainable Grassland Village at Beef 2022 on the 5th of July. Thanks, Catherine. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to John and Aidan for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie. Or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.